Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Phillies Today. Uh, we are sitting here on a Thursday morning where Phils are coming off a loss, unfortunately, in a 5-3 um, L to Milwaukee. And we are sitting at the series now, 1-1 one one. today. They're going to take on the Brew Crew. At 12.35, it'll be Taiwan Walker and Corbin Burns. We'll get more into uh, the matchup for today, today's rubber match, to end the series. And But the Phils have been hot. The Phils have been hot. They have been hot since, you know, the beginning of June. And, um, you know, they've really really hit their stride, um, even with, with certain guys, certain players not, you know, playing necessarily at their best, which is a good sign, which is a good sign. And certain guys down, like Alvarado, Sir Anthony, um, so, uh, and they're going to be important pieces down the stretch. So we'll get into that. But obviously, there's a few things that we really have to get into today. Bryce Harper at bat, very odd. I we're gonna. I, I I'm not gonna go too much into it because I, I mean, there's not a whole lot to get into. There's not a whole lot surrounding it. There wasn't too much after the game from what I've seen, what I've read. Uh, yes, he was sick, but. Not a whole lot to get into about the Bryce at bat, but we will mention it. We'll talk about it for a minute or two. Um, painful news, and I, I feel like we kind of knew this was coming, even in the last couple of months as we've gotten updates uh, about the young superstar, not superstar, I won't say that, but the young top prospect, Andrew Painter, um, a guy that was expected to slot into this rotation at some point this year and is not... The young, highly touted Phillies prospect, Andrew Painter, will undergo Tommy John surgery and will not be back until 2025. It sucks. Um, I couldn't, the beginning in spring training, I could not wait in the offseason to see this guy potentially throw this year for the Fightins, and he's not. And it stinks, man. It really does stink. And I know, you know, 99% 99% of you feel the same way, and so we're going to have to get into that. We'll we'll hear some sound from uh, Dave Dombrowski, uh, you know, talking about um, the unfortunate news, and we'll give an explanation on certain things. So we will we will get to that um, as it pertains to to Andrew Painter and the unfortunate news that. That we're going to get with, uh, or that we've gotten uh, with Mr. Painter and him not being back until 2025. So we'll get to that. And then we'll obviously, we'll, I'll, I'll give you my, my game takeaways from yesterday and we'll preview, like I mentioned before, we will preview today's game and we'll give you some bets to take. I haven't done that in a while. I feel like that's a, you know, never a bad idea to, to take some bets. I've already placed my bets. 
uh, the ones I'm going to give you. Obviously, I always place those bets, so give those to you. And then we'll get to some news and notes as well, like we usually do, and a few things to update you guys on. And then we'll get to quickly around the league, especially around the NL East, to close out the show before the Phils take on the Brew Crew today and then head off to Cleveland this weekend uh, for a series where they hope to to keep it going. Um, I don't know if it's Progressive Field anymore. I don't even remember. I don't even know if it's Progressive Field or not. Last time I checked, oh, it was Progressive Field in Cleveland. I'll double check, but they're going to go there this weekend. So let's start off with, like I normally do, key moments and recap from yesterday's game. So we'll go to the top of the second. It was Christopher Sanchez on the mound uh, for the Fightins. Top of the second, Blake Perkins uh, hits a two RBI single uh, to make it a two nothing ball game in favor of the Brewers. And then Kristen Yelich later that inning RBI double that would score Blake Perkins to make it a three nothing game early on. And then bottom of the fourth, Nick Castellanos picking up where he's left off with his stellar season, even though he's been kind of cold as of lately, but it happens. He's a baseball player. These things happen. Can't stay hot all year round. Uh, he would hit a solo bomb, 3-1 game, bottom of the fifth. The Phils would tie it up on a Kyle Schwarber 2-RBI single that would score both Alec Bohm and Brandon Marsh. And then top of the seventh, William Contreras, um, the – the Brew Crew's catcher would hit an RBI double that would score Blake Perkins. Blake per- Perkins scores again. He had a, a, a great game. Uh, that would be 4-3 to three lead for Milwaukee. They would not look back from there. And then top of the ninth, William Contreras once again, another RBI double that would score Joey Weimer. Um, and the Brewers would wrap it up in the bottom of the ninth. Devin Williams strikes out Alec Bohm, who had Bryce Harper on third. And uh, strikes out of the plate. Devin Williams gets the uh, gets the K there, and the Brewers win five to three, and the series is all tied up at one. As we head into the rubber match today, where we'll get Taiwan Walker and Corbin Burns, former Cy Young Award winner, who's had a, a solid season at this point, but not the type of years he's had uh, in recent years. So, first thing I want to get to is the Bryce Harper at bat. And you guys all know which one I'm talking about. It didn't really make any sense. Uh, he goes up there and looks at all six pitches, was it? This is against Hobie, Hobie Milner. And he looks at all six pitches. I think that's how many it was. It was six. And he literally leaves the bat on his shoulder for almost every pitch. I and mean, if it wasn't on his shoulder, it was. I mean, he was just standing there. It looked like... I don't know. It looked like he just didn't care about the at bat. There's again. I, I mean, he's got. I, I feel like he's got to get asked about this at some point. Um, I know I had read that at least from what Mac Gelb said he had a 101 degree temperature. I guess that's a fever. So I don't know if that's anything to do with this, but he hit a single in the ninth inning. So I don't. I don't really know how to interpret this. I feel like a lot of us. Don't really know how to interpret this. I mean, there's not much to say here. I mean, if we'll see it maybe in coming games, does this have anything to do with the? Is this connected to the first base thing at all? It seems, I mean, at first he was going to play uh, first base sometime this series, and now he's not going to play. It just all seems just a little bit weird. I don't really know how else to put it. I would love for 
any of you out there to tell me what you think about the situation. Again, you can, uh, this isn't, this isn't a, a sports radio show technically right here, so I can have you call in. But uh, if you want to tweet me at Rojas underscore media underscore, let me know what your thoughts were on the Harper at bat. I would love to know to know your take. What your Is there any speculation on what it really could be? I heard somebody say on the air last night for, uh, for John Johnson's show, and they said, oh, well, maybe he's hurt. I don't know. I mean, well, obviously he's, you know, still he's not 100% because of the elbow. Um, he's probably not going to be for the rest of the season at least. Uh, but if that's the case, then just arrest him. But, like, I don't think that's the case. I don't – again, I don't really know how to interpret this. It's very weird, but def- we definitely have to mention it. One of, Definitely one of the weirder things that I've seen just in Philadelphia sports recently, lately – so, I, or recently, lately, same freaking words. But you know what I'm saying. Same exact thing. Okay? Uh, so, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think uh, when it comes to when it comes to this Bryce Harper at bat. So, we'd love to hear from you out there. Again, Twitter, at Rojas, underscore, media, underscore. So, you know, Harper saw that single in the ninth, so it doesn't really make any sense. So... Uh, moving on from the odd, odd, odd Bryce Harper at bat, let's get to game takeaways. So I only had really a couple of takeaways as it was, you know, it was a loss. It wasn't like the Phils got obliterated. It's not like they got lit up for 10 runs. Um, and it's not like they had a huge game or it wasn't any walk-off, nothing dramatic. It was just a loss, 5-3 to three loss, um, just an average baseball game it felt like. So... Um, how I looked at it was the first thing I would t- I took away was Christopher Sanchez continues to be good, and he makes you feel more comfortable about the about the rotation. Now the rotation has just had its ups and downs this year. You know, you look at your your Aaron Nola's, who has been the definition of up and down this year. Zach Wheeler, cl- you know, not as close to that definition, but still, he has been up and down this year. Um, Taiwan Walker. Literally down then up, you know. And lately, he's just been kind of solid, and that's what you want. That's what you want out of your third and fourth starters. Um, and then Ranger Suarez, same type of thing, but really been mostly good this year. Mostly good. Um, and then the fifth starter, we'd all been worried about. And well, what's it going to? Is it something we have to do with the deadline? I still think they should add another rotation piece um, just for depth. Uh, I think it would be smart, um, but it definitely makes you feel comfortable especially at this point in the year going into late July to have Christopher Sanchez pitching like this right now he gives you what did he give you was it six innings three earned uh let me just double check it was five innings and and one earned right five innings one earned um six hits I mean that's more than what you're asking for I mean and I heard maybe it was Ben Davis or just in general we I think we all understand this all you want from your fifth starter is for them to just keep you in it. You're not asking for them to have um, a peak Zach Wheeler start, and you are and you don't obviously want them to have a horrible start, but you know they're going to have – I mean, every pitcher's going to have a horrible start every now and then, but you might expect more often than not for them to give you a below-average start. But you, you're just asking to keep you in it, and Sanchez has been more than doing that, especially um, you know against Milwaukee. Five innings, again, one earned. Like, I, I'm not – that's that's something that you got to be happy about, happy about. So he makes you feel a little more comfortable, especially you know 
in the next couple of weeks going into the deadline. Still think they need a rot- uh, some rotation depth. Um, but Sanchez definitely making you, you feel comfortable right now. But you obviously have to project a little bit for the rest of the year. Um, you know, especially if you're Dave Dombrowski, uh, Rob Thompson, uh, and the whole front office. So Sanchez continues to look good. That was my first takeaway. My second takeaway, the lineup. I, I don't, like, just look at the numbers. And, I, you know, I love Rob Thompson. But look at the numbers. Like, like t- I think it's time to move Turner down the lineup, man. I think I'm, I'm almost there. I think I'm right there. I'm right there. I think Turner moves, needs to move down in the lineup. Like, Cassiano's boom. Maybe even Stott. I'm like, I'm still like, eh, on Stott moving Stott in front of JT, but like, just the numbers insinuate this year that they should be in the middle of your lineup because they're giving you the best opportunity to drive in runs. And that's what you're supposed to do in the middle of the lineup. But uh, the thing about JT is like, you look at this time last year, this is when he started to get hot. He really had a hot second half. And it's like, Maybe you give JT another like four to seven days in the middle of the lineup. Would he hit fifth this game? Harper hit fourth. Harper should not be hitting fourth. I still would like to move Harper to the second hole, especially when his his uh, on base and his uh, you know average in general are, are just good this year. Um, so I'd love to move him to the two hole. And I mean his runners, numbers running scoring position this year are not good. I, I think you got to move them. Harper and possibly Real Muto out of the middle line. Even if they did it now, I wouldn't even be mad. But um, boom, Castiano Stott should be in the middle of your lineup right now. Just like, I mean, runners in scoring position this game, one for eight. Um, definitely played a part in them losing this game, five to three to the Brew Crew. So those are my takeaways. And then have to mention the Andrew Painter, Tommy John surgery, um, not coming back till 2025. And I'd kind of mentioned this in the open. I, I don't know how to feel about like you know people are oh they should have should have shut him down, and I still kind of feel that way that they they should have shut him down, um, you know, early on in April or even May. I mean, I don't know. Have the Phillies really had issues with their medical staff in the past, like? I don't know. Like right now, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't. They're not like the Philadelphia Eagles in the past who have had, uh, you know, a lot of issues with that in the past. They're they don't they're they they don't give me those type of vibes, and I don't remember um, this team necessarily, uh, you know, or the or the the stat the the medical staff in general giving us those type of problems so for for Andrew Painter getting the to, getting Tommy John at the point that he's getting getting it this season I, I don't know I don't know I feel I don't know really how how I feel about it I am uh, I'm upset I'm disappointed I'm more disappointed than anything because I wanted Painter to you know I wanted to, as a Philadelphia fan I wanted to see him uh, you know in this rotation at some point it would be nice for him uh, in the second half to maybe contribute to to the to the rotation but he's not and we're not going to see him for a year and a half and it stinks it stinks as as uh, as Phillies fans and I'm sure even as baseball fans I mean look I get excited when you know top prospects come up when Adley Rushman came up when Gunnar Henderson came up when uh when even I, I know his career has been kind of you know been 
injury-ridden, but Michael Kopech, Michael Kopech, even when he came up with the White Sox, you know, a couple of years ago, like I get excited for these things. So baseball fans in general, um, you know, to not see Andrew Painter come up when he's the top pitching prospect this year, uh, it sucks. So we're not going to see Andrew Painter until 2025. And uh, just wanted to play a few cuts here um, from Dame Dombrowski. This one was with Greg Murphy, um, and he spoke uh, yesterday afternoon about uh, Dombrowski's uh, upcoming surgery. So, yeah, there was Dave talking about it with with Greg um, earlier. And, again, like I know – Dombo was even excited because you know how Dombo is uh, with his young pitching, uh, you know, from the past. I mean, look, like, I, you know, you go back to Verlander, Jeremy Bonderman, thought it didn't really work out. But, uh, you know, bringing up young guys for Dombo, um, definitely something like he's known for. So I know Dombrowski was uh, also uh, excited, um, but... We're not going to see him until 2025, and he'll be 22 then. He'll be 22. So uh, we're not going to see the 19-year-old. I mean, he's 19 now, or is he 20? I forget. Um, I'm just going to double-check. I'm pretty sure Painter's 19, right? He's not turning 20 yet? Or he's 20. I'm sorry. Yeah, he turned 20 like the beginning of the season. But regardless, it was – it was going to be exciting. It was going to be really exciting for uh, for Andrew Painter to come up, and we're not going to get to see him. We're not going to get to see him. So, kind of stinks, and uh, you know, wish wish Andrew a, a speedy recovery. Wish him uh, well. Uh, you know, throughout the whole process, not a fun process. I mean, he wants to be out there. Um, selfishly and unselfishly, he, I'm sure he wants to help the Phils win some ball games. Um, you know, as he was expected to come up with the team at some point, and he's not going to be able to do that. And it stinks. And but if you're, you know, if you're a Philadelphia fan, you're a Phillies fan. If you're uh, anyone in the organization, you want the best for him. So we we wish it would it would have been a couple of months ago. But I guess in, really in the general terms, like. I mean, some guys miss a year and a half, so was it really going to matter if it was a couple of months ago? I don't know. He'll be, but he'll be ready for 2025. Looking forward uh, to then, to 2025, uh, when Andrew uh, will be with the team. So, you know, we, we want the best for Andrew because we, he's important to uh, the future of this team. And then uh, let's preview today's game. And then we'll get you some news and notes and scores before we get out of here. So Corbin Burns versus Taiwan Walker. Uh, Burns has a 3.73 ERA in 19 starts. Um, strikeout percentage, lowest it's been since 2018 when he came into baseball. Um, so he hasn't been as good this year. Um, he did have a season high. He's coming off his best performance this year as far as strikeouts go. Season high, 13 strikeouts at the Reds um, just six days ago on July 14th. And then Taiwan Walker on the other side, looking for more solid outings from uh, your third or fourth best starter in the rotation. It's a 4 ERA in 19 starts last time against uh, San Diego. Five innings, two earned, three strikeouts against San Diego uh, last time out. And then the bets to take for this game, Kyle Schwarber, plus 320 to hit a homer. He has four home runs in his last seven games, nine in his last 30. He has been hot slugging the baseball. So 
you know, I would take uh, I would take plus three twenty for him to uh, to to hit a bomb. Would totally take that plus three twenty to hit a shore bomb. Maybe even lead off the game. I don't know. Lead off the game and hit a bomb. Uh, Taiwan Walker will be my other bet. Taiwan Walker six plus strikeouts and fills to win. That's a plus three ninety. Uh, so you know Taiwan again. Expect a solid start and a Phil's win. Come on, Phil's win in the rubber match. And then Trey Turner plus 1,200 to record three plus hits. Uh, I believe his numbers against Corbin Burns is like seven at bats. Uh, he has four hits, I think one double. Take it. Take the, uh, the Trey Turner train has just been chugging along and he doesn't have. Uh, you know, he's had a lot of up and down games this year, and I'll take an up game here, I guess, if that's even a thing. Uh, plus 1,200 to record three plus hits. So I'll take that from Trey. Um, and some news and notes uh, before we get out of here. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, um, he did have a, a second live uh, bullpen session a couple of days ago on July 18th. Um, he could begin a rehab assignment this weekend um, after throwing that uh, bullpen session. Jose Alvarado, um, he did play catch yesterday, 60 feet. Um, he's feeling better after receiving that cortisone shot um, way back on July 10th. So, um, And this is from their website. Uh, Topper said it's too early to know if his recovery this time will compare to the previous injury um, that he had earlier in the year. And Josh Harrison, who, again, some of these guys are important to the depth. Um, he's feeling better. Could be activated as soon as the soreness is gone um, with his right wrist contusion. Um, he doesn't think he'll need a rehab assignment. So, you know, Josh Harrison, important for the depth of this team. Um, so that's pretty much all I had for me for news and notes. And then let's just check uh, for the scores around the league from yesterday, at least just in the NL East. I don't have much time to get to uh, um, the rest of the league. But we will look at Miami. Important to, to you know to note that for the wild card. Again, the Phillies aren't getting the NL East. So Cardinals beat the Marlins yesterday 6-4. to four. Um, and then we got the Mets beating the White Sox five to one. Atlanta loses to Arizona five to three, uh, and then Washington loses eight to three against those Cubbies. And looking at some of the standings, um, I'll update you on the wild card. That's the one we're most worried about. They do maintain that third wild card spot right behind San Fran and Arizona, both 54 and for, for 54 and 42, um, with the one and a half game lead in front of the Phils. Then Miami half game back, Cincinnati two games back, um, and then San Diego six and a half games back. And then in the NL East. Uh, we have Atlanta in front, 61 and 33, 52 and 43. Your Fightins, nine and a half back. Uh, Miami, 53 and 45, 10 back. Uh, the Mets, who suck, 54. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding, but I, for, for professional purposes, I'm kidding. 45 and 50, 16 and a half back, 38 and 58. The Nats, who cares about the Nats because we know they're not going to be able to do anything this year. So, Nats, last place there. So, that's going to do it for me. Francisco Rojas. Follow me on Twitter at Rojas underscore media underscore. Follow me there. Uh, let me know what you think about the painter stuff, the Bryce at bat, how the fills are going to uh, finish out the month of July going into this Cleveland series, all that good stuff. So let me know. 
um, Francisco Rojas signing out. And uh, make sure you check out Nick Earnshaw, Ben Kenny. They have some shows on now. I know Nick has full count. Uh, ben, uh, he has his show on Fridays uh, as well. So check those out. We got the rotation going. So that's going to do it for me. Talk to you guys soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 